to episode five of the Miles podcast. Uh, that was something that I made. Uh, is from that was all me playing. Not right now. Don't worry. I recorded it earlier. It's from the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. It is Gerudo Valley, and I don't know. I had I was inspired the other day and decided to record some video game music which i haven't done in a long time and it felt pretty good to actually do it um i have this the the microphone that i have for my podcast here uh apparently also works really well to record my classical guitar so i use that and i thought it came out pretty well so i might use that as my 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 theme music uh (laughs) i always think it's funny when people have their own theme music like oh this is uh, the standard steve podcast and then they've got the the fucking goofy music i don't know i just think that's weird but boy howdy did i uh, write a couple things down and uh none of them are really relevant to today but that's okay uh let's go with what was i gonna rant and ramble about i will edit this shit out I will edit this fucking shit out. All right, we got. Let's let's start off by pissing someone off. All right, because I'm sure this will. This is a hot ticket topic. Um, handicap people. All right, so before I start tearing handicap people a new one, let me explain. I I feel bad for handicap people because they're handicapped, and you know that sucks for them. And I'm sure if I was in their situation, I'd want sympathy too. And or empathy, whatever. I'm empathetic. I feel bad for them. The only reason I'm bringing them up is because I see this so often. It will, okay, I'll give you an example. So next time you go to Walmart and, and you walk past the handicapped parking, look at how they're parked. Now, I get people use those spaces because they have medical needs. They need to be close to the building in case of an emergency. Maybe they have their medical supplies in the, in the car, whatever. But look at how they're parked. Some some people are good. Don't get me wrong. Hey, some people are good. Some of them park like fucking jackasses. Like, they will park sideways in it. Or they'll take up, like, a whole... Like, the, those ones that you park normally and you're next to other people, they'll be just sideways taking up, taking up two handicap spots. Like, bitch, you have... A main state driver's license. You prove to somebody that you know how to drive. I don't know why that annoys me so much, but every time I'm at... It's always at Walmart, too. Like, I'll see a pickup truck just parked sideways with a handicap thing. Like, man, why? Also, why am I angry about it? I don't know. If I have any handicap listeners, I'm sorry. But, like, come on. Like, I don't, if I parked sideways in a spot, I'd get my car fucking keyed. Or someone draw a fucking dick on my car. Oh, jeez. All right, let's get some more anger out. What else do I got? All right, let's talk about this douchebag I saw um, on my way home from work. I was I was pumping gas, and I was getting ready, or I was sitting in my car after I had pumped gas. doesn't matter. And this guy drew, drove by me, and he had that, uh, he was driving like a 19... Mid nineties Subaru, which he had obviously bought as like his first car, and had like he had pimped his ride out. So it was uh, 
it was lowered. I don't know anything about cars, so I don't know what brand, what model or anything, but it was a Supra. So it was dropped down. Uh, he had his bass going, like, so loud that it was uh, just buzzing his car. And he had that smug look on his face of, uh, like, I'm going to go fuck some bitches tonight. And he was drinking a um, one of those uh, unicorn drinks from Starbucks. Oh, and he he had his sunglasses like on the back of his head, like how you flip them over your head and then they rest on your ears. And I couldn't, all I could think of was like, wow, he's such a douchebag. Oh, oh, I hope he wears like bedazzled jeans or something. The ones with the the horseshoes bedazzled on the, the back pockets. Like, come on. Oh, geez. All right, and then the last thing I wanted to angrily ramble about, I guess wasn't even anger. I saw someone today with a bumper sticker that said Run Junkies. And the only thing I could think of is, well, okay, so what I'm sure it is, is people who love running. What I thought it was, was kind of like heroin addicts running, doing like a baton pass, but instead of a baton, it's a heroin needle. Um... Oh, boy, heroin epidemic. Boy, is that funny. So now for the majority of this podcast today, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is video games. Um, Now that I have all of that angry, rambling hate and, I don't know, anger towards the handicap, apparently, I want to briefly talk about a quick game that I I picked up the other day, and uh, a lot of people hate this game. And so far, I... I wouldn't say I don't know why, but some I, I feel like the game's different from when it was released till now. Um, that is a No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky? I think it's Possession um, with an S. So people, people don't like this game because when it came out about a year ago, uh, the company that came out with it, uh, Hello Games... I guess from their trailers was making... made made the game sound a lot bigger in scope and had more features and had all all this extra stuff and then when it came out it didn't have it at all and I guess it was just a skeleton of what it was supposed to be so what No Man's Sky is is a interplanetary exploration game where you fly your ship from planet to planet uh, mine resources and continue your way through the galaxy and I from what I can tell from the time that I've played it you start every planet is randomly generated so you start at a random planet and then you have to work your way towards the middle which is super cool because uh, I guess their algorithms that they use there's something like 800 million different planets or billions of different planets and it's that's a really cool idea, and I can see why some people would be super pumped for this and be kind of disappointed because like each planet's kind of the same. Um, I've only been to like three or four planets, and they they've all generally speaking have been they've looked the same. You know, there's just been a couple palette swaps, and a couple colors are different. And like, oh, this one's a hotter planet than the last one, even though the ground's blue and looks like ice, but it's like a billion degrees. Either way, so people didn't like this game, and I guess the the Hello Games was getting under some legal issue because of it, because they kind of rushed the game out uh, due to, to Sony putting pressure on them to come out with this big hit game, 
and like Hello Games was, or they're a a small independent developer. So it's not like they had a, a huge team of people making this thing. And then, you know, you have this giant corporation pushing back, pushing on you to come out with a product. So I had, I had seen those trailers, um, I've seen those trailers that people were talking about as, as some people called it, false advertising. I saw those at E3 maybe a year or two ago and thought, yeah, that seems like a pretty cool game, in theory, if, if it actually came out. And I thought this game was going to come out like four or five years, you know, down the road, because that that's a really big undertaking, like digitally creating your own actual universe uh, with millions and billions of, of planets. And granted, I didn't play it day one. I didn't have a PlayStation 4 back then. So I'm playing it about a year after release. And since then, there's been several updates. And some of the other criticism is, is that there's nothing really to do in No Man's Sky. And I'm even after a year and all these updates, I kind of agree with that statement. Because it just kind of throws you on a planet and doesn't really give you much direction. I think... There, there's some orb you can go and touch, and it'll give you direction, but I didn't do that because I'm a straight OG baller, and I don't I don't deal with that. So what, what I did was I started the game. I started wandering around, uh, collected a couple of resources, repaired my ship, flew up into space, flew around for a bit. You know, it's like Minecraft kind of thing. You, you build yourself up until, you know, you go from wooden tools to stone tools, iron tools, so on and so on. So same thing with this, just with your... your um, hyperdrive system so you go from planet to planet in in each solar system and then you use your hyperdrive to get you to different solar systems and it i think it's real cool and as a a single player sitting there casually mindlessly playing it i was having a great time and i'm actually after this podcast i'm probably going to go play some more of it because i enjoy it but people were it was promised that there would be a lot more action and like space combat and so far, I got into one dogfight in space and got my ass handed to me. So, my ship sucks. Also, I named my ship um, the Butt Toucher 9000 because um, it's funny. So, you know, I, I'll just jump in my Butt Toucher and fly up into outer space. This is fun. So, I digress. The whole game so far, I, I've maybe put in like four hours into it. I like it, and I hope there'll be some more cool things that i can do with it there's a lot of like trading mechanics with um different races and species and stuff and like i walked into a cargo ship or a freighter and the captain was like hey you want to buy my ship that'll be 20 million units and i look at my wallet and i have like a thousand units of money so i'm like ah well that's not gonna happen so i guess there's at a point in this that you can accumulate enough money and resources to have your own freighter line and trade and stuff. I don't know. It gets. It, it looks like it. It's overly complicated for what I want it to be, which is kind of just Minecraft with spaceships. And if it can deliver on that in the next few hours, then then it's good. I also picked up the uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy, and boy, is it insane! I will tell you what. Uh, it is. Three, count them, three Crash Bandicoot games, all HD remastered and in glorious HD. 
running at 1080p and I believe at 60 frames a second, but do not quote me on that because I am just spouting off garbage now. I like Crash Bandicoot and I played it as a kid. But the, the funny thing about Crash Bandicoot is I fucking suck nuts at it. I am terrible and like, I've watched it played and I'm thinking like, yeah, I can do that. I can, I can do that. And then I pick up the game and I cannot do that. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the view. I have a hard time judging depth with it. Uh, even on the PlayStation 1, I have a hard time judging the, the, the depth of my jumps. But in like 3D platformers like uh, Mario 64 and Banjo-Kazooie, I have no problem. Like, I can, I can judge the depth of, of my jumps in that, but, like, because the camera's moving, or and I can move the camera. In Crash Bandicoot, the, the camera is stuck behind your character, and you are running forward and or towards the screen. And that's kind of it. The, you know, there's parts of stages where it turns into a, a side-scrolling platformer, and those parts I have no problem with because I, I've, I'm growing accustomed to side-scrolling platformers or 2D platformers. But just with that stuck camera angle, I just have such a hard time. And I'm, I'm playing it, and I, I'm having a hard time enjoying it. And uh, I know that's insane to think, but that's just kind of how I feel. It's fun. I like it, and it's colorful, and Crash Bandicoot's pretty cool. Because he's edgy. He's got that 90s edge. Whoa, dude. Like that kind of thing. Which is funny as anything to look at now. Uh, do yourself a favor sometime and just just go to YouTube and look up some, like, 90s uh, video game commercials, like from the Sega Genesis and uh, the Sega Saturn. Like, those things, they're nuts. Like, you get spiky-haired kid, you know, he's all like, whoa, 16 megabits of power, what? And he's just freaking out over that. And it's like, man, that's a simpler time when... When people could just be excited about stupid shit like that. Now I'm excited when they have new flavors of Lay's every year. Like, come on, where where has the time gone? Um, also, on that, top, that quick little topic of uh, those new Lay's flavors of... Um, was it everything bagel, crispy taco, and burnt ketchup? I mean, uh, fried green tomato. Um, two of them suck. And that's the uh, everything bagel and the crispy taco. They just taste... They taste like what they're supposed to, and it's gross. Um, but that that fried green tomato, that was that's the sleeper hit, hit out of all of them. I bet that one's going to stick around, because that one's really good. Like, I could actually sit and eat those. But I still think the best lays are the uh, tomato and basil lays that came out. Oh, jeez. I don't want to say, like, ten years ago, but maybe, like, eight years ago. Eight years ago sounds right. And those are real good. I also remember a time when Doritos had those, uh, the late night taco, or late night flavors, and one of them was like taco meat flavor, and I remember I plowed through a family-sized bag of those one night, and like the whole time I was thinking, man, this is gross, but just kept eating them. Also, this is a, this is a weird thing to think about, but if anyone remembers this, please let me know, either by commenting or, uh, twittering me. Do you remember purple ketchup from like the early 2000s because i i, I want to say it was heinz came out with purple and green ketchup and it came in like some weird radical tube uh like cool colored looking thing 
Actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Right this very second, we're going to have a live Googling. Um, what do I type in? Purple ketchup. Purple ketchup. There we go. Hey, there it is. Boy, oh, God, does that look gross. Oh, it's like metallic looking. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, Heinz EZ squirt. Ugh. Funky purple. Oh, that's so gross looking. Why would someone eat that? Why did I eat that? Oh, and then they got the green one. Oh, gross. And they had a red one, but that's just regular ketchup. That is just regular ketchup. What the fuck? Man, early 2000s were like a, a wasteland of weird products. And it's spelled like the letter E and then the letter Z because, you know, abbreviations. That was cool. Let me go listen to some Sum 41 and write it right in my diary. Jesus. And so I also have been getting a... A couple more N64 games for my N64 collection, which I don't know if I've mentioned yet on the podcast, but I'm going for a complete N64 set, or a North American release. And I'm, I'm not going for complete in box, I'm just going for uh, loose cartridges for right now. I, I want to get some of the boxed versions of some of my favorite games, but that'll be down the, the line. So the N64 in North America had 296 uh, official releases. Uh, and I currently have 198, 97, something like that. I have it written down somewhere. So uh, I have, um, I've got the rarest game already off the list, which is Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cut. And then from there on, it just gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Uh, but kind of what I have left is obscure third-party games. Nothing really noteworthy. Like, I'm missing, like, Mario Party 3. And then I think that's, like, the only actual Nintendo-made game that I don't have. You know, it's, like, Milo's Bowling and uh, a couple Madden games. Just stupid things. And I, there's, there's a couple rare ones. Not not as rare as the, the one I had said before, but they're, they're still up there in price. And I just haven't bothered trying to get them. And I'm feeling like I should just leave those ones for last because I already got the big one done. So anything after that, it's chump change. But it'll be nice when I, when I actually get my, my collection finished. It'll look nice. I have fancy uh, end label stickers because the N64 doesn't have end labels on any of their cartridges, which is stupid. I found this guy online who prints end labels for the N64 and they're really nice and they're high quality and they're they're good print they stick and then they peel off and they don't leave uh, sticky residue and it's nice so I have those on all of my games um, but what I what I do with any game any game that I get before I put it in my collection um, if it's a cartridge game I take it apart I clean it um, and clean the connectors uh, if it if it has a, a, ba- a save battery, I solder it out, put a new one in. I uh, remove any permanent marker. I permanently remove the marker. <laughs> so, so because I want my collection to be nice and clean, and it would be perfect. 
And it's all alphabetized and nice. So when I'm looking for a game, I can just be like, I want to play Danky Kong 64. Boom, it's right there in D. So then I apply the sticker and cram it in my, uh, in my collection. And then, you know, hooray. I wanted to finish my N64 collection by the end of the year. And then this whole Europe trip thing, that's kind of where my money went. So that couldn't really happen. So I'm probably going to have to push it off until this time next year to finish it. And, like, I could probably just go on eBay right now and buy everything that I don't have. Granted, that would be kind of expensive. I just like going to mom-and-pop shops and yard sales and flea markets, thrift stores. I like going out, and I like finding things. I don't know. It's too easy just to go on eBay and find it. Um, I've probably found about half of my collection at yard sales, uh, Goodwills, Bull Bull Moose, which is a a used media store, and these mom and pop shops, opposed to just going to eBay and buying it. Now, I have bought crap off eBay. I I used to buy stuff solely off of eBay when I worked uh, the overnight shift. And it's fun because... I've talked to a lot of people about games and stuff, and I've, I've actually gotten new consoles and, and stuff um, from people, so I, I, I'm experiencing things that I hadn't experienced when I was a kid. Like, one of my, my favorite systems as a kid, obviously, was the N64, and then it was the GameCube. Now, as an adult, one of my favorite consoles is the Sega Saturn, which I had never thought I would ever enjoy a system like that, and it turns out I really do. Um, something about it feels nostalgic because the games look like they're an N64 PlayStation hybrid. So it's kind of crummy looking like a, a PlayStation game, but I don't know. It's, it's got some good polygons for, for like a uh, N64 game. But the sound quality, that's what got me because I'm not used, I was never used to seeing visuals like that accompanied to cd quality audio at the same time because normally like when i was a kid you'd play super mario on uh super nintendo or whatever super mario world you've got your midi tracks and stuff and then even when you went to n64 you didn't actually have cd quality audio you had if if there was actual audio of like music like tony hawk it was comp- it was edited down and compressed to fucking hell, and it sounded like horrible garbage, like it was underwater and or like a mile away. And the, the the prime example is if you look up the soundtrack to Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the first one, um, the edit of Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Pretty much the whole song, it, it's chopped up and it's weird. And, like, the only part Lemmy really sings is, like, don't forget the Joker! And he says that, like, eight times. And, like, there's no other lyrics other than that. So it doesn't really... It doesn't even say the Ace of Spades. It might say it once, but it says don't forget the Joker more than anything. Anyway, so it sounds like hot garbage on the N64. But... So on the Saturn, everything just sounds cooler. I like the sound effects. And I, I love the... Love the fucking controller. Holy shit. Oh, did I forget about that? The Sega Saturn Model Model 2 controller, specifically, I think is one of the best controllers I've ever used. 
next to the GameCube and the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, I think it is a Sega Saturn Model 2 uh, controller. It, is, it just feels real good. The D-pad is so responsive and it is so good to use. And it's a bummer that I, I the games that I have don't really 100% utilize its ability. Um, the only game that I think really does is I have one of the Street Fighter games for it. And I'm bad at Street Fighter, but with that D-pad, I feel like I, I can actually you know, pull off a couple combos and I feel pretty good. Now, I've done a couple edits in this uh, podcast, you know, cutting out my awkward silences as I do and a couple ums and ahs that I tend to do. But what's kind of annoying is this microphone is really good. And normally I record in the af- in, in the evening and at night. But right now I'm recording in the middle of the day. And granted, it is a Sunday. But every time I keep seeing on, on the feedback... Cars driving by. So it's just come on. Can't, don't they know I'm doing something? I am I am recording something for like tens of people. Jeez. People are so rude these days. Something was funny as I was just looking at uh my podcast page and it said uh I I, I clicked uh, uh some button. And it says, get your podcast on your phone. I'm like, yeah, of course. Okay, I have it on Podbean. Of course I can get it on my phone. But then it said, like, underneath it said, download for the App Store. Get it in Google Play. And I'm like, oh, tits. So I, I frantically grab my phone, and it says, search the Miles Man's podcast in the app for this product. And I type it in, and it says, no result for the Miles Man's podcast. One, that's not what it's called. It is the Miles podcast. Um... Which I might change the name. I don't know. And then I, I scroll down a little and it says, Register your podcast for iTunes. I'm like, oh, fucking, you lied to me. I feel used. I feel like you just took my money. Anyways, I was thinking about changing the name and someone suggested this to me. Um, it, it's, it's a play on words. It, uh, instead of six feet under, it'd be six feet over. And, I, and I'm thinking about switching it to that because I really like that title because I'm over six feet tall, so it makes sense. And I have a warped sense of humor, so, hey, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Maybe the next one will be the, the six feet over cast. Who knows? Or it'll just be the Miles cast hyphen six feet over. Or nothing. Or it'll just change the podcast name to nothing. The nothing cast. That's pretty much what this is, isn't it? I just ramble about whatever. I should probably really think about what I want this to be about and then pursue that. But fuck that. Um, or was that but fuck that? I don't know. I have fucking butt jokes. Anyways, the, the last game I want to quickly talk about is uh, Splatoon 2. And uh, that game, is it's really cool, and I would recommend anyone pick it up who has a Switch if you've somehow gotten lucky enough to get a Switch. I don't know really how to describe it other than it's a... Well, I can describe it, and I will describe it. <laughs> it's a, a four-person-on-four-person four multiplayer or online multiplayer game where your whole objective is to cover the map in as much ink goo, squid ink, squid goo, 
we'll go with squid goo. So you want to shoot your squid goo everywhere and cover the map in as much of your own uh, as possible. So, like, one team will be red red goo and the other team will be blue goo. So you got to, you know, cover whatever. You paint over the enemies. Um, let's say I'm red goo. If I shoot my red goo at blue guy, blue guy dies after taking some damage because he's takes damage from red goo whatever and it's it's really fun it's fast paced it's the the matches i think the timer is only set at three minutes so it moves very quickly and at no point does it really feel like the other team gets to the point where they're like spawn camping the match is over so there's some balancing there the weapons are cool they're just kind of you know just different methods to shoot your goo i'm sorry for all the ejaculation jokes but that's what this game is this game is just one big jerk-off joke. And it's a fun game. It, it's it got little squid people, and they're adorable. I don't know what else to say. It's it's a fun game. Like I said, I, if you have a Switch, check it out. Um, I'm sure if you have a Switch already, then you've, you probably know what it is. This isn't going to be like some revelation of, What is this game? I've never heard of such a thing. What is this squid person? And with that, that brings us to the end of episode five of the Miles podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Miles underscore man, or on, you can subscribe to me on YouTube, which I don't know why you'd want to. I don't post anything there anymore, but that's also at Miles man or Miles space man. And you can subscribe to me on Podbean. That'd be cool. Also, if you do feel free to go back, listen to the other four episodes of the miles podcast you might enjoy them and hey give them a comment or whatever else podbean does do they do likings do they they have that i don't know i don't listen to things on podbean i don't know i barely use this thing i use it just to post my thing i mean i probably should support other people so that they support me but why the fuck would i do that why would i think about someone else when i could be benefiting myself and you know what I'm going to go do after this? I'm going to fucking park in a handicapped park, parking spot sideways. Out of spite. Take that, society. That's what you made me. You made me angry. Okay, bye. keep finding this on the internet what does 1337 mean what the let me type that in i don't get that joke 1337 meme sure that sounds right mean or meaning let's go with meme what does that say well yeah know your meme what the fuck does it mean Part of series on internet slang. Yeah, well, no shit, it's internet slang. What the fuck does that mean? Involve using numbers and letters and characters. 1337 comes to the word leet. Leet comes from the word elite. Okay. So, what the fuck does leet speak mean? What the hell is the internet today? Deciphering suffixes?
Common terms. Oh, noob. Okay, I know that one. Owned, pwned, hacks, woot. Oh, I can't internet today.